Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include All Mortgage Things Cinco de Mayo, Ice Buying Black Knight, and the Fed Acting As Expected. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, MCT. MCT's BAM Marketplace is the world's first truly open loan exchange where buyers can bid regardless of approval status and sellers receive automated live pricing from every buyer on the platform. A revolutionary new era of maximized liquidity, eliminated barriers, and optimized execution is waiting for you. Join the vanguard of lenders reaping the competitive benefits of BAM Marketplace. Life is complicated and never perfect. Take the Black Knight purchased by ICE. Some vendors are out there licking their chops at their company's valuation, while others are fearing for their future as the big boys become more formidable. Was life simpler 160 years ago? Today celebrates Mexico's victory over France in the Battle of Puebla on May 5, 1862. It was a relatively minor battle, and the French reclaimed Puebla a year later, but a symbolic one because a small Mexican army defeated a larger occupying force. By 1867, Mexican troops had driven France from the country. Mexico is just one of 20 Hispanic countries, and lenders know that the rise in overall Hispanic homeownership in recent years played out in first-time homebuyer numbers, and many have diversity departments that encompass many lending facets, including minority homeownership. Hispanic homeownership in the U.S. climbed significantly in 2020. There are about 9 million Hispanic homeowners in the country, according to a report released by the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. Tongues are wagging about Intercontinental Exchange, or ICE, traded on the New York Stock Exchange, buying Black Knight for $13.1 billion. ICE's cash and stock offer of $85 per share is a premium of nearly 34% to Black Knight's close on Tuesday. The deal's enterprise value is about $16 billion. The company said they expect the transaction to close in the first half of 2023. Like the stock prices of companies like Guild, UWMC, or Lone Depot, which are trading near their all-time lows, the share price of ICE has tumbled, mirroring the industry. Black Knight, however, has done well. The acquisition of Black Knight, which provides software, data, and analytics to the real estate and housing finance markets is the latest in a string of deals since 2016 by ICE to support its mortgage servicing business as it bets on a windfall from the automation of the home financing process. ICE bought Ellie May, a cloud-based platform that supports all aspects of mortgage origination, for $11 billion in August of 2020. Simplifile in 2019 for $335 million, and MERS, in which ICE took a majority stake, in 2016 and bought outright in 2018. The U.S. Federal Reserve delivered its biggest rate hike since 2000 yesterday, raising its benchmark Fed funds rate half a percentage point to a 0.75% to 1% target range, and announcing it would start shrinking its massive $8.9 trillion balance sheet in June. The focus now turns to whether even bigger moves lie ahead, such as a 75 basis point rate increase. Fed Chair Powell said that 75 basis point hikes are not being discussed right now, though there was a quote, broad sense on the committee that additional 50 basis point increases should be on the table for the next couple of meetings, end quote. The Fed chairman also acknowledged that the FOMC is moving expeditiously to bring 
back down much too high inflation, and that supply chain disruptions are bigger and more persistent than expected. The central bank will allow its holdings of treasuries and MBS to decline at an initial combined monthly pace of $47.5 billion starting June 1st, composed of $30 billion of treasuries and $17.5 billion of agency MBS, stepping up over three months to $95 billion, composed of $60 billion of treasuries and $35 billion of agency MBS respectively. Neither the statement nor the balance sheet plan repeated the goal of returning the balance sheet to all treasuries, and there was no mention about the potential for active MBS sales. Talk about active sales has likely increased volatility in the MBS market recently. Bond yields fell after the statement was less hawkish than certain forecasts, and Fed Chair Powell eased fears that the central bank would embark on an even more aggressive pace of tightening. In the New York Fed statement on reducing SOMA holdings, it indicated that the paydowns in the Fed portfolio in April, payable in May, which will be known by Friday after agency prepayments, along with any maturing agency debt, are released tonight, will not be impacted by the $17.5 billion taper amount. The amount of reinvestments payable in June that will reflect the taper amount won't be announced until mid-June. For beleaguered lenders, it is welcome news that mortgage rates are likely to plateau near current levels as financial markets attempt to price in the impact of the Fed actions over this cycle and the resulting economic slowdown. Another bonus may be that MBA expects that potential homebuyers may be more willing to re-enter the market once we move past this recent rate spike and associated volatility. Today sees the latest central bank decisions from Norges Bank, which put rates on hold, and the Bank of England, which raised rates. The domestic calendar has seen job cuts from Challenger for April in at 24,286, a 14% increase from the 21,387 announced in March. Weekly jobless claims, which were up 15,000 to 200,000, and preliminary Q1 productivity in at 7.5%, a whopping figure, and unit labor costs, which rose 11.6%. The New York desk will conduct two operations targeting up to $1.9 billion of conventional MBS across 30-year 3.5% through 4.5% and 15-year 3% and 3.5%. We begin the day with agency MBS prices roughly unchanged from Wednesday's close and the 10-year yielding 293 after closing yesterday at 2.92%. Let's wrap up with the best joke of the year and some housekeeping. Most people don't know that in 1912, Hellman's mayonnaise was manufactured in England. In fact, the Titanic was carrying 12,000 jars of the condiment scheduled for delivery in Veracruz, Mexico, which was to have been the next port of call for the great ship after its stop in New York. This would have been the largest single shipment of mayonnaise ever delivered to Mexico. But as we know, the great ship did not make it to New York. The ship hit an iceberg and sank, and the cargo was lost forever. The people of Mexico, who were and are crazy about mayonnaise and were eagerly awaiting its delivery, were disconsolate at a loss. Their anguish was so great that they declared a National Day of Mourning, which they still observe to this day. The National Day of Mourning occurs every year on May 5th, and is known, of course, as Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) Thanks again to this week's podcast sponsor, MCT and Spam Marketplace, the only loan exchange where sellers can receive bids from unapproved buyers. Through MCT's proprietary security spread commitment methodology, MCT firmly holds its position as the gold standard in best execution and moves one step closer to the ultimate goal when every loan can be priced by every investor.
If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.